All right, welcome everybody to the D&D podcast. I am your host, Mike Robles, and with me are some very special guests. Uh, I will let them introduce themselves first, and then we'll follow on to our other special guest, which is awesome, because I'm proud of today. I, I, I'm, I don't know if special is the right word. I crashed this <laughs> podcast. I'm Shelly Mazenoble. Shelly, that's... Happened, you walking by, first, saw some microphones. And so now imagine that people are tuning in for the very first time and have no idea who Shelly Mazanoble is. Tell us a little bit about what you do. I work at Wizards. I work on the D&D brand team. Um, and I, I wrote a couple books. What? No. D&D. What yeah. are the names of those books? Fashions of a Part-Time Sorceress and Everything I Need to Know I Learned from Dungeons & Dragons. Excellent. And over here to my right, which you cannot see, audience. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mike Merles. I am the Senior Manager for Dungeons & Dragons R&D. And sitting across from me is a very special guest. Please introduce yourself. I'm the lady on the blue mic. It is Felicia Day. Felicia Day. It is. It It is. It is. It's Felicia Day. Felicia Day. So let's imagine for some reason, let's say the 1% out there who's listening to this podcast is like, who's Felicia Day? Tell us, who is Felicia Day? It could be more than that. That's fine. Um, I am an actor. I am very well known for being in the Joss Whedon verse. Um, I did Buffy and I was on Dollhouse and I was in Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. And I am very well known on the internet for making internet video. So I made The Guild. I wrote and produced and acted in that for six years. And now I have a whole network on YouTube called Geek and Sendry. And we make geeky, uh, cool shows on YouTube. That is true. I am a subscriber of Geek and Sundry, actually. Thank you. We need subscribers. That helps us. I find that hard to believe, considering how much content you guys put out on a regular basis. That's such a good 602 videos we made last year. And we're coming up on our year anniversary, actually. So this could be our anniversary podcast. See, there you go. Right right, right here. Happy anniversary. So you were here inside Wizards of the Coast. Tell us, what brings you to to Wizards? I'm abusing my celebrity authority (laughs) by swinging by Wizards. uh, I'm up here for Emerald City Comic Con. I'm a there and I came up a day and a half early because I never make time for all the cool things that I um, am exposed to in my world and I was like this year I'm going to start bucket listing so I went up early and I went and I toured Valve Oh, excellent. That place is awesome. Very cool. I'm a huge Steam fan. I play a lot of games on Steam actually because um, I don't have a lot of time so I can't get into the bigger games lately and so I went there and then I was like wizards hello who's down the street let's do it (laughs) and thank goodness I knew enough people to be able to I'm sure yeah yeah. you know even if you didn't know enough people if you walked into the lobby and were like hi I'm Felicia Day someone somewhere would be like hey don't worry we got this guys you never want to do that you want to be humble because the minute you (laughs) actually are arrogant somebody's gonna be like I don't know who you are like that happened (laughs) at South by Southwest oh um, no South by Southwest is, uh, I went, and I was actually the keynote speaker. It was two years ago, I think. And um, I went to up to a party line, and I wanted to go to this party. It looked like fun. <laughs> and I went, and I wasn't being arrogant. I was like, I went to the front of the line. I was like, oh, is it possible for to get me and my friends in? They're like, we don't know who you are. I don't know. Who are you? And it was so <laughs> embarrassing. I almost started crying, and that was the last time I ever cut line anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> now you just wait in line like the rest of the public. You didn't yes. throw like a big scene and no. What am I gonna do? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Having never what been would you, in what would, you, what would you have done, Shelley? Would you have made a scene? I, no, I wouldn't. I would be no. I would have rage. <laughs> I almost rage tweeted against the company, oh, no. and then later somehow the head of the company found out that I got turned away at the door and was very profusely apologetic. Pretty much because he didn't want me to rage tweet about him. Well, but, you know, course. there you go. We practiced self-restraint. We went and got tacos instead. It was a fun See? night with my friends instead of going to a random party. 
All right, so you're here. You're here for Emerald City Comic Con, which is for, uh, probably one of the best conventions we have at, uh, up in Seattle. It's a great convention. Uh, you toured Valve, which is awesome. I love Valve. We have monthly game nights with them. Actually, Wizards oh, you and do? Valve. We oh, do. That's yeah, fantastic. we go over. We play Magic in D anD. d that's so cool. We play cool. a lot of our board games. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a big uh, fan. I'm a big Left 4 Dead fan. I don't play Team Fortress 2 or uh, Dota that Left much. Left 4 Dead is still a great game. Yes. Left, Left 4 Dead. I can't wait. I want number three. Where is it? <laughs> wait, I wanted to be annoyed. They're running out of fingers. So wait a second. I just... We have a game night with Valve. Yeah, we do. Oh, awkward. Yeah, I know, right? I get never get invited. You to should anything. talk to Chris Tulak. You should cause a scene. You yeah, should cause a scene. Be like, hey, story. So it just just happened yesterday too. So we were doing a podcast. Rodney Thompson was on. He's like, yeah, because of D and D. Like my first week at Wizards, I got invited to all these parties, and I had all what? these friends. I'm like. What? I didn't do anything. I like. You I need just, to start put put it being a diva. I right. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get your diva card this. out. Yeah. yeah. We're putting, Mike Morales, we're putting you on the list. You will be at the next game night that we <laughs> that we have. You heard it, podcast. That's you better true. P- check up on this. Check up on You're this. Notice, yeah. This I will. Is, no, I'll this. get it. No, believe me, my phone will start blowing up again. Uh, what tweeting, else? What else? I mean, I whatever. We'll do this off. Check out this offline. Oh wow, he's serious. I know. He's got serious face on. He is going to Valve. I'm not in charge. I just get the invites, but I can. But I know who runs that list. Okay, so there you go. Put him on the list, please. You're gonna put Mike Morales on the list. Don't make him show up to Valve and be like, "Do you know who I am?" And they're like, "No." And then he starts crying and goes, "Like I I would." Yeah, I probably wouldn't get tacos though. I probably just, I'd probably just cry. There's some. I would take you for tacos. Thank you. So someone has my back. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. There you go. You should come by more often. This is like, yeah, I will. Listen, uninvited, I'll drop by. Just show up. We'll we'll be here. Someone will be here. So tell us about your your D and D experience. You you've got you've got a, a beautiful planet mini like in your hands. You've been messing with the whole well, time. Well, I have this beautiful it, mini because I ran into Chris. What's his last name? Kirkins. Chris Perkins. Perkins, who yeah. I've seen on. He does the Penny Arcade. He uh, does, yeah. And I recognized it when I saw his face. That he's that dude. But <laughs> he he takes me over. It's like take anything you want, and he opens a tub. Seriously, thousands of minis. Now, first of all, my instinct was to take everything. <laughs> and then I was like, Felicia, Like a true D&D player. Like a true D&D. I mean, yes. there are some, I'm regretting that I didn't take advantage of more. That I, wanted, that I didn't want to look tacky. And they already gave me a nice little care package. So I took this uh, Kuatl. Kuatl? Is that how you say that? It's Kuatl. And actually, this miniature, if you don't mind me telling a little yeah. story about it. Tell me the so lore. In the competitive Dungeons and Dragons game, we used to have a D&D miniatures game. You'd fight, you'd put together your warband, fight the other guy. Mm-hmm. This miniature wasn't very powerful in terms of attacks, but it had a special ability that it had an aura of protection. So, and it was actually a little broken. So this fabulous quaddle. So for people at home, you can't see this, but basically this guy has a giant snake with emerald scales and rainbow wings. It's and phallic he... and also attractively <laughs> feminine. <laughs> and it was like the most powerful miniature in the game for like a year. Really? And I actually used to act out, and I will try doing this i'll probably flub it up but when i first started working here i would do little plays and the coaddle would say i'm coaddle i'm the most powerful miniature in dungeons and dragons <laughs> and that was my coaddle impression so wow that's exactly how i would picture him to talk no that's why yeah. i picked him so he's a smaller mini um but anyway yeah so i did that my experience with D you know when i was a kid i wanted to play D more than anything in the world and my mom would not let me play it she thought it was evil. Oh, she yeah. didn't think that me playing 12 hours a day on the computer was evil, but for no, some reason, taking that into any social situation, that <laughs> right. would be the step of actual people. Once, yeah, yeah, once there's actual people involved, forget it. No. God forbid. But my brother especially would buy all the D&D books and read them as lore. So now how did he get 
to buy the D&D books and you weren't allowed to Well, we buy the books behind her back. Like, oh, we yeah. always go to the Half Price bookstore and then we get just everything. Yeah. And she didn't add up that D&D was in books. She had no clue, guys. <laughs> she We hosed her frequently. <laughs> but um, but then um, about five or six years ago, um, I I was in a sketch group. This was... This was about when the guild started, and uh, and I, you know, I'm an actor, and you know, I was on a lot of things, and I was getting very busy. And a bunch of people at the sketch group uh, comedy Acme Theater in L.A. said, "Hey, we're gonna get we're gonna get a group together, um, and it's right up the street from your house. So why don't you come over?" And Travis Travis Oates is the guy who was our DM, and he invented all his worlds. So nice. we didn't use uh, any standard um, lore necessarily. He would make everything up um, in his, he was a great screen, he's a screenwriter and a director and everything like that. And uh, we did a 3.5 game for like two and a half years. And then we switched to four and we did that about a year and a half before everybody got so busy that we couldn't keep right. it up. But so I've had two significant characters in my D&D life. And what, what were those characters? Um, in the 3.5, I had a character named Jocelyn and she was a redheaded sword. And I deliberately made her charisma extremely high and extremely <laughs> low intelligence. <laughs> so she was a huge diva. She would do things out of vanity all the time. She <laughs> never wanted to be in the back because she felt like it was insulting, even though she should be in the back lines as a sorcerer. Right. Um, she would do things that tanked a bunch of missions because she wanted to seduce everyone. <laughs> she was a slut. So I actually had a very good time playing Jocelyn. She's a slutty sorceress with a real diva attitude. Um, and then when we did, did we did 4.0, I went the opposite direction. I, had, I was going to ask, how do you follow up with the slutty sorceress in the next campaign? Yeah, no, I had um, I had a character named Lyra, and she was a wizard. And it was just, 4.0 had just come out, so there wasn't uh -huh. even, I think somebody had a barbarian character. It was right after barbarians came out. She was much more, very high intelligence, very kind of mousy she was younger, but she had huge skills. So I took all the skill, per, you know, all yeah. the, the skill sets. So she could speak uh, seven languages. She had really huge high skill checks and all the, the nerdy arts. And uh, one time she accidentally had sex with somebody on a boat. And then the whole joke was that I was pregnant the whole time, which I wasn't. <laughs> but everybody would just razz me about, you know, her one indiscretion. It only takes one time. It does only <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so that was my two significant characters. And uh, I mean, the fact that I spent so long with him, like you feel very, I don't know, what is your, what was your first character or oh. what's your favorite dude that you've, you've so, had? So I was always a DM. That was always oh, my big thing. So you never had a character? I've had characters and I've played, <laughs> I tend to play like, I've never really had like a really long term character that I got to play for like years or like from like levels one to 10 or anything mm -hmm. like that. The, um, but as a DM, I kind of like that's my chance to play characters and I always like playing like the guy who offers the characters what they want at like a hidden price. So I had one campaign, it was a three five campaign, and I had munch super munchkin players, and they always knew exactly what magic <laughs> items they wanted. Like, oh, I need this sword and this thing to complete my kit. So there's one guy in town who kept selling them exactly what they wanted. And it they ne they, they didn't realize this till it was way too late. Every magic item he gave to them was actually cursed. So with like a touch of a button, like all the items would fail and he was oh, spying no. on them. Yeah, that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff I like doing. Ooh, it, you're huh. evil. Uh, Look at that grin. Evil. He's like, yeah. yeah, no, it's fun. It's like you get to watch it all get together, and it's just you just rub your hands together. So, so like I heard something actually about one of your campaigns today mm -hmm. that Beyonce comes up. A oh, lot. so this what? is yeah, okay. Exactly. So I was running a game last like a month ago. Uh, I was the DM as usual, and uh, one the players rescued these dwarves, and my friend Jeremy was playing. Now this is important. He was playing a wizard. I thought he was playing a human wizard. 
So the the eldest dwarf in the group, he goes up to him and says, "Oh, you know, uh, you know, we're here to rescue you." And I I have the dwarf saying, "I'm in character." Oh, you know, thank you, child, for rescuing us. And Jeremy gets this kind of smirk and he says, "Child, but you know, I'm an elf. You are clearly younger than me." And so rather than just like cop the fact, "Oh, I thought you were human." Sorry, I said, "No, this is." And the name just popped in my head. Beyonce <laughs> the dwarf. He's fifteen thousand years old, and I just made. And now there's this entire mythology of how his Beyonce elf, the dwarf and like wow. the elf accidentally insulted him by calling him child. And so, and I even had like the next room. There were the, these giants like an over here saying, "Oh, I would." I pity he who insults Beyonce the dwarf. <laughs> Even I, a giant, would never do that. Oh and we are honored that we have him as our prisoner. And yeah, so I didn't want to like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I thought you were a human. You're an elf. But well, no, you got to stay. No, you no, stay no, character. Yeah. Fabulous, exactly. fabulous hair. Fabulous hair, I bet, right? Yes, of course. Skin and hair. Lots Everything, of sequins. Really, yeah. Sequins. Sequin tabard. <laughs> and, and just a really great. Rear, probably. Probably. Be because she is yeah. a fine lady. She is, yeah. Let's not objectify her, but she is fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that her trait? Is that what everyone talks about? No, that's like J-Lo. Oh, well, it's J-Lo, right? Oh, boy. Oh, You're out of it. I am totally out of it. I know nothing. Come I'm on, so bad about I see, like, when I'm in line at, like, a supermarket and I look yeah. at, like, the magazine. I have no idea you have no people idea, are. Yeah, I, you know what? I pride myself on that fact. Half the time, I don't know those. Uh, God bless them. Be on the cover. That is a horrible life. You don't want people putting you on the cover of things. It's no, terrible. Why are you looking at me? Because I'm wondering if you ever had a character that you have been oh, attached I thought to. Yeah. Something about like the Us no, Weekly. No, I was thing. wondering about Why? your character. You like Us Weekly? There Come is on. a People magazine at my desk right now. It's fine. Awkward. It was from an, an airplane. I brought it. In. Okay, it's free. As long as it's free, it's fine. Yeah. I only read them at the salon when I'm not supporting them, but right. I read all of them. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, what was your character? My favorite. Yeah. Probably Astrid. <laughs> my first D&D character. My very first. And I seriously, when the, I didn't have any minis at the time, and and the DM went rifled through. He didn't have a tub quite as big as Chris Perkins has. but Ridiculous he, tub. Why didn't right. I take more like items? A little, like a little, <laughs> we can go back. Oh, it's no, true. it's too late. No, 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 it's, it's not. It's tacky. Do I really want to leave here with, like, bags of loot? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yes. And you don't even have to leave me. We can send you bags of loot. Yeah. Okay, stop. I love you. Go. <laughs> um, so he rifled through his little Tupperware container of minis, and he. I wanted to play a, a sorceress. Yes. I don't know. They're the best. I thought that would be cool. Yeah. And he pulled out this beautiful little mini, the one that I showed you over there with the flowing blonde hair and <laughs> pink <laughs> robes, and I looked at her, and I'm like... That's me. <laughs> like I shall call her Astrid, and I seriously felt like this must be what new mothers feel like when they hand the baby to you in the hospital after it's all cleaned up, of course. But yeah, of course. That was from then on. I was totally hooked. But unlike your sorceress, mm-hmm. I would not let. I was like a very overprotective mother, and I would not let Astrid get anywhere close to combat. Like you stay in the back. Oh, really? You've got magic missiles, and you don't need to get up front. And, like, if there was a column, she was behind it. If there was, like, <laughs> an adjacent room, she was probably in it. So <laughs> I That's didn't, smart. That's smarter. It's smart, but you don't totally get immersed in really what d and I think it's what it, it's what it is, man. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't, she was one dumb, dumb woman. She was <laughs> dumb. Was like, was I made her medium. intelligence as low as I possibly could. But I don't feel like she even, like, helped her party nearly oh. as much as she probably could have because I was holding her back. So then oh. my next character I made... I tried to make a little bit unlikable mm-hmm. to me, so I'm like, just get get hit a few times. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Did, was, was it another sorceress? It was a wizard. Wizard. See, yeah, yeah I'm a more of a spellcaster person. Although I've heard there, you know, I, I kind of like thieves as well because I just Thieves like to I like to eavesdrop and I like to steal things. In, in every video life? game I play. No, not in real life. Oh, okay. I mean, clearly I'm, I'm not. <laughs> somebody gave me this. Sure, <laughs> sure. This koodle. I'm not, not judging you. I think that's fine. Yeah. 
Um, no, but I really do like snooping at people's houses in games. That's my favorite part of Skyrim, just oh, digging around in people's <laughs> possessions. Um, so, like, I could be attracted to something like that, like yeah. a thief character. Yeah. I could do that. You are going to ask me? Were you really going to ask me? Yeah. So my not. favorite character was one of the first characters I created, and it was in James Wyatt's campaign. Um, and I was a huge fan of Freaks and Geeks. So when I started playing uh, Dungeons & Dragons, they needed a tank. And so I was like, there's a dwarven fighter that I want to create. And he was named Carlos the Dwarf. <laughs> and it was supposed to be, we did it, it was a one-off. It was a one-off campaign. Um, it was me and a bunch of improviser friends. Uh, and he had been used to be playing, he was used to playing with, you know, with R&D folk, with, with, with gamers, he hadn't played with improvisers and actors for a really long time. And so we had, it was a one-off campaign that we did New Year's Day, and we just had a blast. We just gave us through a quick one-shot, and then a couple months later, he emailed me and was like, I want to make this a regular thing with all these characters again, because he was just oh, having so much fun. And so I was this dwarven fighter named Carlos who had no shame. He would, uh, there, was, there was one point where he had to distract some guards. So he took all of his armor, jumped into a pool, and started splashing around and doing like the, like the, the hair commercials. He'd like flip his hair and what? his beard back. Oh, yeah. No, and it was awesome. Beard. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> like, he would like soak up his beard and like throw it over his shoulder. There was one time where he purposely, uh, they were trying to intimidate these other guards and they weren't having it. So he asked, one of, he asked the sorceress to electrify him. He was like, just do it. And so he just sat there and just got zapped a whole bunch. And I was like, all right. He walks his smoking body over here and rests for a few turns while the rest of you take on everybody else. <laughs> he was sort of the punching bag. Wow. That he was like hilarious. Fun. Yeah. And yeah. plus, when and then once he started smashing with his hammer, it was pretty amazing. Because you just take turn after turn smashing things. I mean, that's a cool thing when you're playing with actors. Like, actors will kick a roll. Like, there was a, oh, yeah. the barbarian was just a jerk. He was a douchebag. He was terrible. <laughs> He'd always do something that was against his, you know, it was against his principles. It's always against, oh, that it was a oh, paladin. Yeah. And oh, I was just okay. like, oh, yeah. hey, stop it. And then the barbarian was just like a dumb, dumb guy. Like, but everybody embraced it like a hundred percent. They just went the distance, and oh, that's, yeah. you know, that's that's a fun part of it. Exactly. That's that's what a lot of the fun comes from having D and D. You can have these moments. You're like, you're gonna have some really serious, awesome gameplay moments. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have just these really serious, just character moments. And I think that's probably like if you guys can think about one of your like your, just this awesome moment it doesn't have to be with you with your character it was just this awesome moment you had where you're like i remember because i remember from that campaign like i said when for some reason the guards weren't doing anything but the minute my dwarf went in and started pretending he was in that pantene pro v commercial <laughs> the guards were completely distracted because they were like what is going on with this so that we ambush them and like wipe them out mm -hmm. um so there, there are moments like that can you think of any like just crazy moments you've had oh your... yeah no that's so my current so i am playing a character right now and he's and i Described as like this, like lawful, like inquisitor, dower guy, but he just, I've decided instead he's pretending like that's his cover story. He's actually <laughs> this chaos cultist guy who just believes in like sawing random stuff. So we found this magical rock and there was like this vampire, like this guy turned out to be a vampire and he had us cornered. And I'm like, oh, we're all going to die anyways. So I was like, I just took the rock. I was playing, I'm playing wizard. Uh -huh. And I just threw the rock on the ground and I pointed at the fighter and I said, smash it and, you know like just hit the rock with your hammer as hard as you can and everyone's like wait why i'm like oh trust me i know and i had no idea because <laughs> i'm playing a crazy guy and the dm is just like looking all like what the hell's going on because he was not expecting us to do this and so the the fighter smashed the hammer the, the rock and a freaking frost giant guy no fire giant came out of it oh, and just like trashed the vampires <laughs> awesome wow totally unplanned we we're supposed to use it like at some other point in the story but it was just like that's Forget amazing. It. That's great, though. It's it is improv. It's like yeah, exactly. Improv. Oh, yeah. I like that kind it's, of chaos. It's fun. Shelly, any any big moments you remember? Well, I remember what one time Astrid actually did help the party. I had mirror image, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I cast it. And like the DM even had like 
six other Astrid minis that he brought out. And like, nice. I just remember like looking down oh, at the wow. playmat and like this formation of Astrid's. And even I was like, <laughs> I don't know, I forgot which one she really is. <laughs> but it was like, I was, she was just like, like charging at the bad guys in her formation. And like, this is the coolest. And she did a ton, a ton of damage. It's amazing. Yeah. And I was just felt like, all right, like after two years, I have contributed <laughs> right, yeah, to you, this exactly. campaign. You that Thank you, you very much. I'll be behind the column if anyone needs me. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Felicia? Can you think of any any big moments that have happened? I mean, the Lyra pregnancy thing was a running gag that just irritated the <laughs> crap out of me because I was like, no, I am not pregnant. I mean, I, it was a very dashing pirate and it was a three-week journey. And like it took a, it was a very long journey and I wanted to, I was a child and I wanted to become a woman. It was a, it was a whole thing I made. I made it like a coming-of-age story for this, you know, kind of Harry Potterish girl. So basically, so they were so irritated that I was t- kind of putting this so-called life storyline into the the thing that he just kept bugging me like you're worried you're worried (laughs) and uh and then there was a time that jocelyn just fired she just she is so she was so terrible that she just fireballed and basically killed two of the party members wow oh that's Um, or almost killed them yeah it was bad uh because she was dumb and i was role-playing and she would have done that right yeah because uh it was between us and it was like two two of the frontline guys and I wanted it was better to kill everybody than to you know lose. So they were not happy. They did not. They did not. Nobody else in the party thought that, that was a good decision. So with all the stuff you've been doing, let's. Uh, this is sort of a random question popped in my head. With all the stuff you've been doing with the guild, and you're writing a lot, and there's a lot of creativity with everything you're doing. Have you ever thought about jumping to the other side of the screen and being a DM? Oh wow! I mean, I guess that's kind of like being a director. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm the director of what I do. Like, uh, I have a company <laughs> called Geek Sundry, and we make seven shows now, and we're going to retool and make a ton different shows this wow. year. So, that's kind of a, an even bigger, like, higher level of sort of administering kind of the world, our world. Yeah. I don't know if I'd ever want to, the responsibility of, of being a DM. Like, I'm there to escape, <laughs> and I think the responsibility. I'm not very good um, on my feet sometimes. I like to think things through. So uh, I think people would outwit me a lot, to be honest with you. <laughs> I like being, you know, in the situation of figuring out a way out. Right. Versus like being, I don't enjoy tricking people either. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, some people here do. <laughs> but I actually am super way too honest. Like people could trick me into doing anything pretty much. So uh, I don't think that's a good DM trait. You need a little bit of deception and deviousness to, to be a good DM. I'm pretty sure Mike has all of that. I just like causing trouble. I can't help it. Like, yeah, it's, it's good. It's a good chaos DM. It's kind of fun, right? That's the, yeah. That's why, that's why, that's why I still DM Gam World every once in a while. Because Gam World, I can just do whatever. I'm like, well, now there's a mutant made of gummy bears. Yeah, what, <laughs> what, what are you guys going to do about that now? It's fantastic. Um, so I think that's about our time. I want to thank everybody for coming down. Uh, Fusha Day, thank you very, very much for taking time out of your busy schedule and hanging out with us thank you can i just do a shout out to something we're doing on the channel this month yeah. it's called national tabletop day and i don't know we have a show on our show uh on our ne- on our network that is called tabletop and will wheaton and i created it and every week he plays a different hobby or board game and we're actually trying to do an international day on march 30th that we just want people to play games that they love and take pictures and share video and and, and share it with their friends so that everybody knows that playing games with your friends in person is cool so um, we're just trying to get everybody involved. So if you guys uh, have a moment, play some games on March 30th March for us. March 30th. I will be playing games. I will actually make sure that Trevor knows so that Trevor can tweet from the yes. D&D account, the Twitter account. Because, you know, 
pretty sure we make games that are tabletop worthy here exactly. in, this, in this building. No, definitely, absolutely. And we're gonna be we're gonna be live streaming on Geek and all day as well. But we're, we want we want it to be about everybody else but us, really. We just want you know to spread the love of the of the hobby and everything. So yeah, thanks. Cool, thank you, Mike Shelley. Always a pleasure to see you guys and have you in in the booth thanks. with air quotes. I'll walk by conveniently when you're filming a podcast more often you should you should it'd be fantastic uh so from all of us here at wizards of the coast and dungeons and dragons thanks for listening everybody